it makes me not want to travel outside of the state. Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the Porter Peach Festival in Porter, Oklahoma. And a little bit later, Google is investing a truckload of cash in our state. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. Speaking of doing things in our state, you didn't do that. I did not. You didn't. um, My daughter had uh, her graduation from dental hygiene, hygienist school. So I had to pull a rabbit out of my hat to get to Florida last minute. Man. And it was a nightmare. The travel was a nightmare. I will say, mm-hmm. my daughters took me to a natural spring right, in the middle of nowhere. Okay. The clearest, most beautiful water you have ever seen. And it was about 60 degree water. You know, someone in Sulphur is going, hey, bud, we got natural spring. Yeah, no, I'm talking crystal yeah. clear. Like glass. Yeah. It was gorgeous. Did um, you take a dip? I did. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. Uh, we swam. Uh, you can like go down to where the, the spring actually comes up. Oh. It's a deep hole and all the oh. fish Whoa. hang out on the inside of it. It was really cool. That's where you go to meet like fairies and like freshwater mermaids and stuff, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, and I did a lot of evangelizing Oklahoma, obviously. Did I talked really? to a lot of people. Yeah. I talked to... Um, uh, this morning, actually, talked to a girl uh, from Ohio who uh-huh. was flying here to meet her friend who is graduating from college, and they were going to uh, the Great Plains uh, Park, State oh, Park, cool. uh, to to dig uh, crystals. So you're going to, you evangelize, but you're not going to uh, vandalize Florida for okay. a travel experience. No, no, again, I love Oklahoma, <laughs> and I'll tell you a lot of reasons why real quick. Because it pays the bills. <laughs> well, yeah. yes, but there are a lot of reasons. For starters, not there is not a place to eat Mexican food in the entire state of Florida. That is the weirdest. Maybe Cuban food is there is the one. Maybe, but Mexican food is not a thing. We ate at a restaurant in Daytona that was. I had fajitas. It's hard to screw up fajitas. Yeah, even if you don't know anything about them, you get the basic concept. So, if you gave a 10-year-old kid instructions, go in the kitchen. Don't burn the house down. Here are the ingredients for fajitas. Yeah. Make me fajitas. That's what I got. Oh. It was bland. It was cold. There was no sear on anything. The onions and peppers were not cooked. It was bad. What was this place? Please tell me this place was called, like, Las Fajitas. It was called Salsa's. Oh, did you? But okay, so oh, okay, so get it. Okay, so how was the queso? Number one, number two. You're like okay, restaurant named Salsas. Surely the salsa was. Yeah, dude. No, you're, you're telling me. No, there was nothing redeeming in this. Nothing redeeming in this restaurant at all. That's like saying you go to Disney World and you don't see anything. It, it, there's nothing. It Disney. was bad. I did not have a good meal while I was there. I had an okay breakfast, but no good meals at all while I was there. And that actually bothered me because I, you know me. Yeah. We talk to the locals. Let's let's go to the thing. 
where where's the best place to get bread? Right. Well, uh, that's probably Denny's. Like, no, no, the best yeah. non-chain. Yeah, we don't chain bang around here. What is the best not? And dude, the whole state is chain restaurants. Oh my god! Like, miles and miles of roads with just chain restaurant after chain, chain restaurant. restaurant, and there's. And even the restaurant chains in there, what's funny is like, especially out of this region, you go to certain places like Bob Evans. If you've never been to a Bob Evans before, you would think, oh, that's a, it's a local step. It's like they have those chains that you've never heard of. Right. Cause you're looking it up trying to go with the menu and they're like, there's like 12 locations. You're like, damn it. Man, I, I got no use for Florida. The only reason, and nothing, nothing against them. The only reason I'm going to Florida is to drop $5,000 to take two kids to Disney World. That's maximum. That's it. Yeah. And I'm not a huge Disney fan, so I know you're not. It's not it's not necessarily my thing. But I did have a good breakfast. It okay. was it was not supreme. It it was not J and W grill breakfast. But also, if you're a home cook with a decent ability you cook the things that you like. You learn, you know what I mean. There's just yeah. certain things, and then when you eat them elsewhere, you're like, "Mine's better." Yeah, I don't. I you know, don't. Just, I cook a lot, yeah, and it really me bugs too. me when I go to a restaurant and pay ten times as much as yeah. it would cost me to cook at home, and me walk away from breakfast going, "I would have done much better." Yeah, I practically want to slip my wrist when it's time to like when you're out and about and you got to make that tough decision. Of what to eat. I'm like, God, I can make most of this better. So, so, what was the place called? The place was called the Peach Orchard. That's ironic. It is convenient. It's a convenient, convenient segue into the topic of today's show. No. So, we're going for from an average breakfast at the Peach Orchard to the Porter Peach Festival, which is the biggest peach festival in any town in Oklahoma. I don't... I don't know the statistics on whether it's the biggest peach festival. I think that it is, but it's billed as the biggest small town festival in Oklahoma. Okay. Well, I think, and maybe we need to do the math and come back with a different episode about Stratford because Stratford is throwing tomatoes, peach. They're throwing the farmer's market at us right as we speak because up until recently, Stratford's been kind of the king of the hill, but we're talking about Porter. Yes, um, border peaches mean a lot to people who are in the know. Uh-huh. You're talking, you know, like summer days, juicy fruit. That yeah. I mean, it's, canning, all that stuff. It it has its own aura, so to speak. Yeah. It's often misunderstood, though, that a porter peach is a specific type of or variety of peach. It's not. The term is simply that the peach is grown in Porter, Oklahoma. Right. One thing about Oklahoma soil, okay. It's a very, it's very diverse. It can grow a lot of things. The, the soil here is extremely fertile and it's the perfect. I mean, I'm sorry, Georgia, Oklahoma's may have you beat on the peach capital. We're the perfect place to grow peaches. Again, I don't know the, the science behind it. I don't know. There's something, there's something to it. The people in Porter, Oklahoma have a lock on growing peaches. I think so too. The citizens of Porter have been growing peaches since yeah. before we were a state. It's their cash crop. Uh, to me, I think, yeah, it's your cash crop. You're, you perfected the peach. A lot of that is that they're kind of bordered by two rivers. Mm-hmm. 
and it's kind of it just brings in a lot of nutrients to the soil. Fertile myrtle. It's it's fertile myrtle. <laughs> so originally, though, Porter was a part of the Creek Nation allotment. Mm-hmm. It had some of the most prosperous farms in Indian Territory, including a farm belonging to a gentleman by the name of Ben Marshall. Mm-hmm. Ben was a five eighths Creek Indian. That's had, more than yeah. That's more than half. Yeah. He attended Tallahassee Mission School until the age of 12 when his parents sent him to Carlisle Indian Industrial School in Pennsylvania. Basically, that's like a, God, turn of the century Votech. I'm assuming that's what it is, but this is that's where he learned all about fruit production, working for a Pennsylvania farmer who owned peach and apple orchards. Right, and when he re- when he returned to the allotments, he planted the first commercial orchard. In the area in 1890, again, like you said in the beginning, before statehood, right? And uh, that's just southeast or south. Yeah, that's just southeast of the town of Porter. And this particular orchard, though, it gained national attention in 1904 when Marshall took his peaches and apples to the Louisiana Purchase Exposition in St. Louis. Historical records are a little iffy on this right. one, as always. Some say that Marshall won gold medals. Some say he won bronze medals. And some sources claim the medals for Marshall's apples and others instead of his peaches. But either way, Marshall's peaches received high praise at the World Fair, and the first quarter peaches made their mark on the national stage. And they're not just known for the peaches. They do apples. They do all kinds of fruits. And again, I think it has a lot to do with the, again, going back to the geology of the area, you go where... Whether you're planting, if you're a hunter or a gatherer, you go where the water sources are. Those are your best sources of minerals, nutrients, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and I think it's one of the things that we've discussed. This is one of those things that we've discussed on multiple occasions. The diversity of Oklahoma's terrain makes for a lot of interesting backdrops for movies, Mm -hmm. but it also makes for a lot of diversity in what we can grow. Right. The agriculture here, I mean, we just drive around. If you do a a lap of the state, you're going to, there are vineyards, there are cornfields, there's, I mean, wheat farms, pecan farms, pecan farms, soybeans. I mean, it's, it's all there. Yeah. Um, So 55 years ago, the community of Porter was faced with the issue of how they could raise matching funds for a federal grant to build a civic center in the small town, and civic leaders determined that their best asset was the town's cash crop, peaches. Obviously. So local peach growers worked with Porter Lions Club to host the inaugural Porter Peach Festival in 1967. I love peaches. I I know it's kind of a random thing to say right in the middle of the segue, but... I just love a nice peach. In I've had a porter peach before. I've had six of them in a row before. <laughs> you can you can take a melon baller to them and just or a, 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 a tiny ice cream scoop and just scoop it out. It's just like I don't know. It's like sorbet. It's a it's a sorbet with skin on it. I don't know what it is. It's just so they're so freaking good. So uh, Connor asked me. I, I gave Connor a peach. Yeah. And he asked me for a pair, so I gave, gave him another peach. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Dad. I mean, yeah. you have kids. You're allowed to... to you should p- always practice what you peach. Uh, very well. <laughs> right? Oh, man. You, you've got it on... Just keep... You're on fire. Yes, I am on fire. 
Uh, so the uh, festival, though, was an overwhelming success. The first peach queen was crowned. The first prize peach basket was auctioned off. And Lady Bird Johnson even posed for oh, a picture wow. with a bushel of peaches the community shipped to the White House. Well, you know, a lot of orchards have kind of faded into the history books. Porter still continues to produce peaches commercially. And I've, like I said, I've bought some on, I've bought some in Shawnee, Oklahoma, behind a flea market and out of the back of a truck. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, until that point, it was the other guys that you you only heard about having the peaches. I had no idea that Porter basically is the the mecca, the peach fuzz capital. <laughs> you know, I love going to a farmer's market. Oh, yeah, me too. And I'm all about ugly produce. Mm-hmm. Like, give me the the produce that the farmer right, just rejects, yanked out yeah. of his yard. Mm-hmm. And they're not the pretty, you know, Walmart tomatoes. They right. got some ugly spots on them or whatever. Yeah. They taste so much better. Right. You can tell the difference in what I call factory direct produce versus, like you said, I need some, I need something that I'm not afraid to go eat it right out of the, eat it off the tree or right out of the, the crate. And, you know, the thing about fruits and vegetables, I don't need a high gloss finish no. on my fruit. I, I don't. I, it doesn't need to look like it belongs in a, in a catalog. Right. And you never know if they're ripe because they're so generic. Waxy. Yes. It's like, it, it looks red, but when you cut open the tomato, it's red on the outside. You cut it open and like, where's the juice at? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. So anyway, let's talk about the festival itself. Yes. This year's festival is July 14th through the 16th, obviously in downtown Porter, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So the uh, Porter Peach Festival, though, celebrates the area crop of peaches with a ton of events. And this is a perfect summer activity for the family. Right. You can pick peaches at nearby orchards. Uh, Porter's downtown Main Street has arts and crafts games, including turtle races and frog jumping contests. Those are big. That's a big, that's a big deal. You don't see a lot of that. No, and that is something that my personal opinion is missing from a lot of the charm. Yeah, the small town charm, mm-hmm. the mutton, the kind of the the mutton busting at the you know the little rodeos and the frog jumping. That's something you only see. It's a very niche, right? But it's, it's got that charm. It does. So they'll also have live music. They've got food, including free peaches and of ice course. cream, baked goods, recipe contests. Obviously, you know a lot of peach related food. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of peach-related food categories, right. peach cobblers, desserts, preserves. They have a battle for the title of best peach cobbler and best peach jam. Man, I would be a terrible judge. Uh, I'm a better judge of character than I am a judge of peach cobbler. I like them all. Yeah. It's going to be hard to, at the end of the day, didn't you say peach? I, 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 I heard, you had me at peach cobbler. Uh-huh. It's the crust. Really, when it comes down to a cobbler... That you you can only judge it on the density of the crust, and I got to try them all multiple times to make a solid, sound decision. I mean, we may be going into the the wee hours. I do, I don't think that you would waiting be a for fair the judge. smoke come the smoke to come out of the ch- the chimney. Is it white? <laughs> I don't know that you could actually judge this contest. You would just weigh like five hundred pounds, <sighs> and they'd be like, "Which one was the best one, Brett?" And you'd be like. Oh, my stomach. Oh, I'm going to have to let you know it. 
The results are pending. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm going to need another bowl of that one. Right. Yeah. One of the cool things, though, and I think if you go to this, you've got to get it. What? Your Peach Festival cookbook. It's filled with all local all recipes. Things. All six, it's 600 ways for peach Sundays. I mean, it's... I bet you there's a lot of recipes that you would have never thought, oh, that's a good idea. Huh, yeah. I, but the problem is, is, I like peaches so much that I will, I'll eat a peach... And then I'll need to. Then I'll be short on peaches for the recipe. <sighs> Man, this would be a, it'd be a tough it'd be a tough a tough decision. But I I would be down to see how many different ways you can come up with peaches. Oh yeah, no, there. I'm sure it's probably mind boggling. Yeah. But uh, back to the festival, they're going to have carnival rides. They have the peach pageant. Yep. The of course they do. Peach parade. They got to. Old Fashioned Festival, mm-hmm. the 5K Peach Classic. I will which not. You, maybe if they're giving away Cobbler at <laughs> the end. Like, you, like they're giving out water or Gatorade. You're like, <laughs> Peach, <laughs> peach Cobbler and ice cream. <laughs> God, just all matted into my beard. Gross. Yeah. Uh, they have an antique tractor pull. I think that's cool. Yeah, that, I like that. They've got the car and truck and motorcycle show. And some of the cool things, you know, like... Back to the concept of the frog jump and that sort yep. of thing. Annual pet show featuring categories <laughs> oh, such as oh, ugliest oh, oh, dog, best trick, best costume, fattest cat, and most unusual pet. Are we trying to... Uh, why can't we just normalize ugly dogs? I think they're all pretty. I I think every dog, every breed has a little something to bring. To this. I, I think you would judge harshly the category you would judge the most harsh... Is the fattest cat because you you're not a fan. I won't I say hate. Like no, I hate cats. I'm allergic to cats. I've been attacked by a cat. How? I just I have a hard time with that. You had to have done. So, it takes a lot for a cat to go. You know what? I'm sick of your shit, dude. No, do it one more time, and I'm gonna box the shit out of you. I don't think I did anything to this cat. I. How old were you? Seven. Jeez, you man, seven years old, you did something to the cat. You pulled its tail, you pinched its nipple, you did something. No, I don't think I did. My grandmother's anyway. cat was just mean. And I was allergic to it. Hmm. How about that? You could have been angry with the cat because you were allergic to it. Or it didn't, you required too much attention. There was something, I just, I have a cat. I know when she attacks me, it's because I willingly and knowingly invade parts of her body she doesn't like. I scratch her butt. She doesn't like it. Anyway, fattest cat. Most unusual pet. That's that would be interesting to see. I I'm I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't be able to judge the ugliest dog because I think typically the cutest dogs are the ones that are a little jacked up. Kind of back they're like where it's their tongues hang in between the gap in their teeth stuff. Yeah, or their jaw doesn't align right, or you know, but I mean my dog nearly brained himself running into a brick wall. Oh boy! When well, he was a puppy. So, well, it sounds like it. I mean, I know we say this a lot with festivals, but it really does have a little bit for everybody, and it again has those added charming kind of thing. You know, you've got your standard fair fair stuff, and then it's got the interesting categories and different turtle races and come stuff. Come on, man! I Frog just, jumping. Yeah. But if you're interested, you want to ch- you want to find out more about the Porter Peach Festival, go to porterpeachfestivals.com. Well, Pryor gets on the map, and it's not for Rocklahoma. 
coming up next. So Harley, I told you, sure, you, you asked me once, not once in a blue moon. It's at least once a week. How's the shirts coming? And I've I've been cagey about it at times because we have new designs. We've got new designs in the, work. in the works. Yes, we've got new designs in the works as we speak. But we do. I, I talked to Ronnie. He reached back out to me. I actually saw that the text that I sent him didn't just say red. The thing about having an apple is you, you got to, you're sitting there waiting for somebody to go red, and then you're waiting for the bubbles to say respond. Well, he did respond. We've got shirts on the way. They're going to be soft. Yes. I'm, Not the cheap stuff. The, <laughs> the previous shirts that we have, and I'm glad that we're discussing this, <laughs> they're a little too close to burlap. Yeah. They're that really thick cotton. Like, I think those things should be used in bulletproof vests. They don't snuggle well. They don't. And they don't breathe well. And you, like, how am I sweating? But the shirt, the shirt's not even absorbing the, like, you could, you're sitting there and you feel the sweat bead down. You're like, I buy a shirt so I don't have to feel the sweat crack. Well, we're going to have some of those shirts. And they're coming from Ronnie Davenport over at Tailboard Apparel. If you're in need of new shirts or any other promotional gear, check out our buddy Ronnie Davenport's work at tailboardapparel.com. He can screen print or embroider on just about anything. And if you're like us and need a refreshed logo, he can assist with that as well. Give him a call for a free quote at 405-517-2174. Or find him on the web at tailboardapparel.com. Google. That's something we say a lot, Google it. Go to the Google. But now the Google, the Google put prior Oklahoma in the search bar. Yeah, they are. uh, (laughs) This is a a new story from KFOR. Google to invest over $75 million in Oklahoma in 2022. Uh, The story's by Hisham Rosh, I think. That's right. Google representatives announced Wednesday that the company will invest $75 million into Oklahoma in 2022. Brother, it's already, we're already cruising through May. 70, I wish I could spend $75 million in Oklahoma by the end of the year. Yeah, <laughs> they're spending a lot of money this year on data centers and offices and that sort of stuff. Yeah. According to the news story, they're spending $9.5 billion Jimmy, in creating Christmas. at least 12,000 full-time Google jobs throughout the nation this year. You know, it's a, it's a further illustration, though. There has been a mass exodus in industry and just humans in general that are California. They're leaving. You know, this is a... You remember when Silicon Valley was like the, the headquarters for all things tech? Mm-hmm. I mean, and now Oklahoma seems to be the, the satellite office for all things tech now. Yeah, I'm... Speaking of of large sums of money, no, of large internet companies. Sure, I'm really wondering because it was really close, in my opinion, for Tesla to open up a oh, plant in Oklahoma. I'm gonna, wondering Starlink. No, if if Twitter's purchased by Elon, if the headquarters will move to Oklahoma, that would probably make the heads explode. Oh yeah, of every single existing Twitter employee, every single one. Like Oklahoma, the reddest one of the. I, I read the. If Texas is dark red, we've got to be like burgundy. You know what I mean? I don't. I think. <laughs> I think honestly, I think that Oklahoma and Texas would probably have 
a to-the-death fight. Oh, yeah, over who gets it? On who gets to be more red. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think Texas, on the flip side of that, too, would lose its collective shit if Oklahoma got Twitter. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure they're they're probably like, Dell, can we get rid of Dell and get Google? You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, back to the news story. Google has invested $4.4 billion into its Mays County data center and created 800 full-time jobs and external supplier jobs, including computer technicians, engineers, and various food services, maintenance, security roles, uh, just according to the mm-hmm. news release, then you gotta, you gotta know that that has a ripple effect. Oh, yeah. In the surrounding community. It has to. And I think you, you gotta be, if you're Mays County, you gotta be thinking you're lucky stars. And that's the thing about, uh, as much as I love our metro areas and surrounding areas to that, it's so densely populated. I don't think we could have, unless they took over Devon Tower, I don't think that OKC would ever have a shot at landing it. There's just too much real estate, open real estate, northeast. Just in general, in yeah, Oklahoma, in general. There, there are a lot of places where the the people infrastructure yeah. is sufficient yeah. to handle a big company like that, and it's just green in every direction, oh, so yeah. they can yeah. they can pick their spot. Right, you can exp- you're not, you know, you look around some of the communities that are near here and. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Walmart under the bus. They've got eminent domain in Yukon. They made a deal with Yukon when they came in that no compete clause. You can't build you can't build a crest across the highway right here. You can't do. Oh, yeah. So that's bull. It's baloney, and yeah. that's and that's. But you look at a big company like this that's not sucking everything dry. It's planting seeds, man. Yeah, and so the. <clears throat> The mayor of Pryor, Larry Lees, said, When Google expands, the growth isn't limited to the campus. Our schools, businesses, and nonprofits all share in Google's Mm -hmm. success, and we are thrilled to see the momentum continue. We're proud to say the Internet lives in Pryor. Well, you know, and to kind of piggyback on that, the company, they also announced that they're going to do a $100,000 grant to support education programs for nearby Shoto and Maisie Public Schools. That's a big deal. It is a big deal, and I like seeing it, and I hope that local... That it, it, it starts something new? Yes. Yeah. It, it it shows that... I mean, Google's a... I don't know what... what Google's one of the biggest companies... It's the first thing most people look at when they get on the computer. It's a, it's a massive move for them to come here. And the fact that they're already going, okay... You get a job, you get a job, you get a job, and then they're writing checks too. No, I agree. I think it's it's all it all benefits the state as long as we maintain our, our Oklahoma attitudes, yep. you know, like we don't allow that West Coast philosophy mindset right. yeah, to yeah. kind of corrupt what we've got going here. Absolutely. Because, you know, I don't I want to see more things like the Porter Peach Festival yep. and I definitely don't want to see the Google let's brainwash your kids with more video game festivals. Yeah, absolutely. But if you do want to brainwash your kids with something, brainwash them with the only and okay show. I've already started. I've already started the first sequence of events that will program my children to hand out T-shirts and flyers for Daddy's Podcast. Yes, and I I, I fully (laughs) endorse that. 
but most of our listeners aren't going to be indoctrinating their children. But if you enjoy what we do, if you find any value in it, we would really appreciate you sharing this with a friend or somebody that you think would be interested. And just send them over to our website, onlyinokshow.com. New shows every week. There's so many things we're going to be covering this summer. It's going to be staggering. We can't get it all, but we'll have a video or we'll have a conversation. And we want you to be a part of it. This has been the Only an OK Show. I am Brett. And I'm Harley. And we're out of here. Peace. Talk about the longest eighth grade graduation I've ever been to. Sure. Now or yeah. wait? No, go ahead. We don't. It's not show yeah, related. It's not. Dude. So, you know, we were on time, which with two kids waiting on a babysitter, we got there at 630. Of course, like anything else, you got to wait for everybody to kind of kind of slowly trickle in. Legitimately, right when you think you're like, OK, cool. We got all the awards out of the way. Then we've got the special awards. That the students picked uh, for respective, you know, for their peers. And then we've got the slideshow. And then, like, no, and then, like, and then it just kept going. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry. Even if it's a funeral, if I don't, if I, even if I knew the guy at the funeral, I can't be serious while I'm sitting there. I was just like, I'm like a kid. I was cracking kind of quietly cracking jokes and mm-hmm. it just went on and on and on and on you know what i mean like it just never stopped but i was i mean it was nice it was a nice little but it was hot in there and it was country because tara she's so funny she goes is this a private school she asked me this twice i said no she goes are you sure it's not a private school because they're sure are talking prayer line i said this is a small town school they don't, yeah, we no. don't do the separate church and state stuff doesn't even, uh-uh, we ain't leaving God out of this one. So it was funny because you just don't hear that in OKC public schools. I would like to thank my father, like your dad, your dad's dead, my high, fa- my higher powered father, <laughs> the CEO of the universe. Well, I appreciate you oh, yeah, uh, pinch hitting for me. No problem. Took some pics, sent them to Amber, and funny thing. I don't think she listens to the show. But I was insecure because I I was wearing kind of a lighter Hawaiian shirt. So you know how light shirts, you kind of sweat a little. Mm -hmm. You get the freaking uh, greenhouse effect going on. You get a little, your deodorant starts to kind of smell like a, like a, a guy that owns a used car lot on 29th. It's just like that kind of a Swedish funky smell if you get too close so at one point she gets up to leave and i thought it was because of me i mean i was literally like sitting like this the whole time you couldn't have yeah you couldn't have squeezed a freaking uh dollar bill between my freaking arms and my armpits yeah, that's funny you know what's even funnier three two one and welcome to the show today we're discussing the porter peach festival in porter oklahoma and later and later in the show google is investing a truckload of cash in our state, I'm Brett. And I am Harley. Do you want to do that again? Yes. That was a I weird do. pausing. Okay. Three, two, one.